Welcome to the campfire, the only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Horgasm. He called this one Dreamland. Please allow me to tell you his tale. Every night, against his will, Kenneth would relive every moment of it. Pulled back into his hellish youth through a dream, the same dream he found himself in once again. He was in a place now so familiar that he could acknowledge his unconscious state. But he could never wake up. Not until Steve had his fill. Not until he was satiated in his place from beyond the grave and firmly in charge of this horrific dominion within his victim's psyche. An evil dreamscape, somehow designed to re-inflict every harrowing humiliation and brutal torture experienced in the waking world. The disgusting past revived. Kenneth shivered as the cold wind battered against his scantily clad body. The same as always, he was wearing his pajamas. Now far too small and disintegrating on his adult-sized frame. They tore and fell away as he walked. A harsh earth stunned under his bare feet. Black, contrasting the sickening reddish sky which hugged cragged mountaintops on horizons far out of reach. A small light emanated in the distance. Following his usual robotic routine, Kenneth stumbled towards it. A moth to the trap. The wind ceased as he grew near, and its howling was replaced by an intimidating silent totality. No sound whatsoever, besides the first whisper. Loud and clear, as if right in his ear. Right on cue. Nothing he could do, to come or go after and take or bring back. All the children wrapped up in black, venture forth or turn around. A soul once entered is already bound. It was his voice. It made Kenneth want to retch, to empty his non-existent stomach. But such reliefs weren't present, not permitted, stripped from Kenneth like so many other things before. Injustices of which he'd now face all over again. His horror was an internal one. The ability to react dulled and blunt, as if in a trance. His foreknowledge of the impending trauma rained a great heavy dread upon the sullen atmosphere of the nightmare place. A literal rain, slimy like oil. The air hung heavy, further slowing his movements. Kenneth struggled on regardless, shuffling towards the second blow. The second taunting installment retells his miserable history. The light blinked out, plunging the landscape into darkness once again. The sky's pale crimson glow only slightly revealed his surroundings, occasionally lit up with bolts of unseen violet lighting. Not that there was anything for Kenneth to see, nothing to do but obey. Steve's voice throbbed in the void around him, a cruel mockery caught in a distorted imitation of the man who'd destroyed his life before it even had a chance to truly begin. His innocence tragically snuffed out. All alone the lady waits, devoid of a father, whom they now both hate. House is empty, the home is cold, a shallow dream, eagerly sold. Visions of his mother tore at Kenneth, and he did everything he could to resist, to stamp them down and lock them away. But the more he struggled, the harder it was to keep them at bay. A sweet relief, a sweet reprieve, a lovely replacement named Steve. Steve is kind, Steve is nice, Kenny's mother in a vice. Another clockwork recurrence chilled Kenneth as he felt the eyes. Turning to meet them, the wind returned. 
crashing against him and sending him tumbling to the coarse desert floor. The ashen texture coated everything, acrid and burning in his nostrils. Piercing debris-like shattered glass clung and then fell back to their place among the filth as Kenneth strained to get back up. To his relief, Steve wasn't moving yet, just standing, right on the edge of his visibility, waving. He didn't act like the Steve that Kenneth had known in the waking world. The poems, that was nothing like him. But the way he, it, would deliver them was just Steve all over. That smug cadence made manifest in a monster now all too real. It cocked its head as it brought its hand back down to its side before extending it outwards. A long bony finger beckoned to Kenneth. No, he whimpered, desperate to escape the inevitable. Just go away. He takes you away to a different place. An awful mess, all over your face. Tell a soul, you little whore. Then you will suffer, your mother, and more. Do you remember, Kenny? It began to advance. An onyx phantom, silhouetted and drawing nearer. Do you remember the tool shed? A demon becoming clearer. A shrill cackling laughter filled the night air, which immediately became much darker, thicker, like being underwater. A monster broke from a shamble into a sprint and fight or flight sent Kenneth running too. A block cleared fast with the adrenaline, spurring him to flee. To escape this terrible place, once and for all, he could hear its heavy footfalls lumbering close behind. A sharp pain shredded through him from his bloody soles to his pounding chest. Close to bursting, when a cave presented itself. Small, but safe. A false safety. A tiny candle flickered dimly in its narrow entryway, and as it finally became within reach, Kenneth thrust himself inside and awaited his punishment with clenched fists. But his pursuer was gone. For now, picking up the fragile light source and shielding it with his cupped hand, Kenneth decided to go deeper. The passageway was thin, but there was nowhere to go except forward. There was a feeling emerging from inside. One lawn awaited. A Vinkai black and rotten sack. A dirty mongrel answers back. Tell him quietly. Watch him whimper. Tell him loudly. Hear him holler. His mother tries to help her son. Steve is angry. He says he'll maul her. A flash of righteous anger bubbled in Kenneth as he felt the presence behind him. Once again eager to give chase. And I did maul her. Didn't I, boy? Kenneth heard it scrape its claws on the cold stone wall, screeching like nails. It's your fault what happened to her. Another hideous cackle only this time stifled. Kenneth's response overcoming it in the constricting chasm. Fuck you, Steve. You fucking piece of shit. He'd always wanted to say that. It spewed out all frothy like he'd imagined it would. A thirst for retribution fueled him, flowed all through, and inspired a long dead hope. A puncture in its invulnerability. I'm not afraid of you anymore. Kenneth believed it. He knew it, and so did the monster. Through muffled screams and burning holes, Steve continues, ignoring nose. Searing flesh, the work is done. Uncle Steve has had his fun. The cave walls began to rumble, and through some invisible quaking force, they splintered and cracked, flooding the dim tunnel in a sea of sparse debris. Two round searchlight-like eyes beamed at Kenneth through the dusty mist as it extinguished his little candle. Silence once again, punctuated only by shallow breath before being interrupted by a deep penetrating growl. The eyes closed, and in the darkness of the tunnel, the two's chase ensued. The passage grew slimmer and skinnier with each step and eventually, the slick thuds of pounding steps were reduced to grunts and pain moans as Kenneth squeezed and crawled and shimmered through shafts 
and stairs in sections of black crystal, impossibly black, blacker than the remotest void of space. A sea of dead stars, it captivated Kenneth, tempting him to stop and fall into it, to give into it. But as he was right on the precipice of the cosmic lagoon, about to start tumbling, he heard it drawing behind, snorting and laughing, clicking and mumbling, scratching and scraping its thick, filthy claws in an effort to regain control, to prove its ownership. Kenneth was done. He wasn't scared anymore. He repeated it in his head like a mantra, giving everything to believe it. Amber leaves and dirty knees. A wife held down, who never sees. Always stoic, mummy's soldier. No escape from your enclosure. Kenneth ducked back and slid into a large crack as the monster broke through into the small crystal chamber. The exit now blocked in its menacing presence. He held his breath, clamping his hands down tight over his trembling bottom lip. Trapped again, little Kenny. No escape without a penny. Tell aloud. Try to run. Watch her suffer. It's never done. Thick slopping drool drooped from its distended maw as it lurched past Kenny's hidey hole in the wall. Mere feet away from taking him, bringing him back, pulling him under. It cooed for him, humming a sweet song, one he barely remembered. It made him want to give in for the last time, but he didn't, refusing to scream, refusing to give it what it wanted. After a while, the creature began to double back, creeping towards the exit from whence it came. As its sweet serenade slowly disappeared, Kenneth climbed out and made a break for it trudging through the darkness using his hands as eyes. No more son, no more Steve. Kenneth crawled through the mud, desperate to leave. The cold cave air was becoming hot, and as Kenneth traveled ever deeper, the walls started to rot. Flesh came away with each frantic grasp, choking poor Kenneth and making him gasp. A musky dead passageway was emitting a miasma. It burned and it stung, rekindling his asthma. But push onward he did, embracing his chance, ready to face down the monster for one last dance. A comforting weapon, the cold steel gun. In your tiny palm, it weighs a ton. Grip it tighter, hide it well. Turn Uncle Steve into dog food. Kenneth was in control, a rhyme of his own, ready to kill, not maim, but dethrone. Just as in childhood, he felt the gun's weight, now all the lighter. And though the darkness remained, it was as if it got brighter. So he clambered on through the decaying dark tunnel. The tunnel, it seemed, leveled out like a funnel. In the cave mouth, down the thin trail, and now into a slide where he slid like a snail. The final hill of a terrible ride. When Kenneth popped out, he was no longer inside. Childish lies, naivety. No heroes in your nativity. A growing hope, finally time. Not so fast, you'll always be mine. Kenneth got up and looked all around, high above the sea and yet feeling as if drowned. A precarious mountain top, just him and Steve. A long way down, he could tumble with ease. Kenneth raised the gun, a shake in his knees, about to end the fiend that lurks in his dreams. Think you're ready, think you're strong. Uncle Steve knows that you won't last for long. Maybe not, but at least you'll be gone. Spark and tinder, the monster did splinter. Cast down below, into the cold winter. And Kenneth rejoiced the gun by his side. The ultimate tool that helped leave him behind. Finally free, he yelled and he screamed, feeling released in the ultimate reprieve. But as his cries carried all through the scorched mountains, blood began pouring. The sky wept like a fountain. A trembling hand, another chance. Little Kenny is free at last. Lost his mother, got no friends. Always alone, 
no matter the ends. So know this, my tiny child. I am undying, forever beguiled. And you, sad pup, are ever defiled. I'll always be there, I have the means. No escape while I lurk in your dreams. The celebration ended with a stark revelation. The gun met his temple to defy the incantation. Steve's mocking screech, the final desecration. And with a loud bang, he was back in his bedroom. Fuck. Kenneth sprang up and fell to the floor. His shallow breathing leveled as the pill bottle's lid joined him. Not again. He choked down six, tripled the dose. Back in this life that he hated the most. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day.